Good citizens of the Reject Nation, I just got out of Black Panther Wakanda Forever and I am a bit uh, overwhelmed, admittedly. I'm gonna go all my positives first and then uh, I've only got a couple qualms. I'm gonna save that for the end. All this is non-spoiler, by the way. This is a movie that is a mix of a barrage of sight and sound and stimuli mixed with moments of pure poignant sadness. It is so sorrowful, it is so intentionally remorseful and, and thoughtful that it's not quite like anything else in the MCU. And all of phase four has been very intentionally about rebirth and death and the experience of mourning and what it means to be alive and what it means to not. And they had the thankless task of not only following up one of the greatest comic book films of all time, one of the most unique comic book films of all time, but they then had to do it without Chadwick Boseman. In a phase about loss, needed to address the loss of the Black Panther. And I think that not only did they handle that masterfully, but it was able to illustrate so much more. And it's one of those, you know, diamonds come from pressure situations where there's so much beauty in the sorrow of this story and the pressure they were under, the agony it must have been to make this movie translated into some really spectacular art. They have introductions to uh, Ironheart, one of my favorite newer Marvel characters. They have introductions to Namor, one of my all-time most He's not one of my favorites, that's not fair to say, but he's a character I always look forward to seeing how he's dealt with. He's a character that's hard to write. He's a character that isn't easy to navigate. So when he's great, I'm thrilled because it's a character I want to be great. And so they have a character that's very divisive by his nature in the story that's handled pretty magnificently. They have uh, a, a nation that is uh, in mourning that is also dealing with the ramifications of how Black Panther ends and they juggle all of that while telling a very important story that deals with, this is a movie I'm, I'm more excited to talk spoilers about than most because the, the things it juggles and the things it deals with, uh, I, I didn't know going into it. I got off social media the weeks leading up to this to make sure I didn't know anything. But most of all, I love that as a comic book fan, there were a lot of really, really impactful images that I didn't see in any marketing whatsoever. There is a lot of imagery that comes straight from the comic books that ties more directly into the the iconography of Black Panther than I think even the first one did. So there, there's a lot of things that I really was impressed by as a comic fan to, to get. The movie itself has a ton of action set pieces, but what I love most was <laughs> the, the, the Fast and the Furious and all the family. I got to experience humanity through super human circumstances. The thing I love about these movies is, you know, they're often moral and ethical stories told through the Trojan horse of a, a blockbuster. This one leans way more drama than blockbuster. This one leans way more introspective than explosion. And when it does go explosion, it does it very well. I don't think there's anything quite to compare it to, except for that it might have more DNA with Eternals than say Iron Man, but I think that's its strength. Um, I think it does what Eternals did whilst moving at a more feverish pace. I think that when it stops to really breathe, it kind of is more 
aggressive in it, in its own way. Even even the pauses are like you can't rest. The movie feels like someone uh, the weight is on your chest for nearly three hours. It is a very emotionally draining experience, and I mean that in a, in a very positive way. I don't think this is a movie that is going to be in the background of any party. This isn't a movie that's going to be watched casually. This is a film to be immersed in, to be experienced in. This is overwhelming. Uh, so those are those are my positives. Uh, I, I'm trying to, again, this is probably the movie I'm the most excited to give my, my spoiler discussion on because all the things I want to talk about are, are they were kept from me and I love that. Um, the things I didn't, didn't love 100% were a lot of the time it felt like they needed to do a lot and they would leave a moment that I was relishing in and, and there would be a, a bombardment of, of sight and sound in a way that felt like I could have used like another 10 seconds. And I know that's uh, that sounds like a bit splitting hairs, but just a couple moments felt like they needed to get to a thing instead of letting me feel the thing. But like that's looking for a, a flaw. And then the main flaw I had, the, the one central flaw, um, was that to me, the personification of Namor was just different than how I perceived the character. The way I read Namor is um, a certain type of snooty that I didn't quite feel. And and I want to dive deep into that in a, in a more spoiler conversation, but there were moments I didn't feel quite like Namor and it's, it's no qualms I have with the actor. It's no qualms I have with um, the way he portrayed it, but I feel like the story didn't allow for the way Namor feels to me. Now that said, because of the personification they chose and because of the storyline they chose, it was able to tell arguably a more important story um, because of the story they chose and the way Namor was um, delivered. I do feel like we got more of a look at humanity Again, humanity through superhumanity. If Namor was the way I perceive him, then a lot of the, the beats that really hit me wouldn't have worked. Um, so I think it was definitely a, a juice worth the squeeze situation where even my biggest flaw, which is that I didn't feel like every moment of Namor felt like the comic character, the reasoning behind it was very justified in that some of my favorite moments were because of these choices. This is a very hard thing to to not spoil, but um, I really loved how they navigated all of the, you've seen it in the trailers, rivalry. And I love how they navigated the world in the UN and the greater world at large. And I will say to wrap this up, that it is probably my favorite world building within the MCU that feels like the world is growing in gravitas versus it growing for the sake of growing out the MCU. It feels like the world is growing, not the universe is growing. It feels like the culture is more deep. It feels like the other cultures are more versed and, and have more of a tangibility to them as opposed to just expanding out references and expanding out things that we want to see as fans. This makes the world much more tangible. And so it's huge world building, but not in the traditional MCU sense, but in the traditional movie making sense. That's something I really appreciate and enjoyed. This movie definitely uh, wrecked me. Uh, I was definitely, like I said, emotional for three hours and I really love the world it built, the cultures it showed, the costume design as ever, Ruth Carter just crushed the acting as ever. Like Angela Bassett here is such a powerhouse. She is so, so good in this. 
uh, Letitia Wright, Ashuri. I mean, Winston Dukes, Mbaku is a scene stealer at all times. Just powerhouses all around and the production design. The world's, again, the world's built here like nothing else. That is gonna do it for this spoiler-free review that was very hard to keep spoiler-free. Um, the depths of the world, the acting, the ability to balance real themes, the navigating of a very, very difficult thing, and overall, the way it made you feel is so unique to this film and the things it juggled. Um, yeah, I'm very excited to see this again tomorrow. Wakanda forever.